This is the God Made Man podcast. Day 21 of 90 days of putting lust to bed. Yesterday, we looked at James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. And then today, we're going to look at James chapter 1, verses 12 to 15. Let's jump in. 12 says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he is tried, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither does he tempt anyone. But each man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. Then, when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. And when sin is finished, it brings forth death. So when we're tempted, we shouldn't say, God is the one who's tempting me. God's character and his holiness are not things that sin can appeal to. And thus, he cannot be the source of temptation. So where does temptation come from? Well, verse 14, it says that each man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. There's three verbs in that sentence. Temptation, when he is tempted, when he is drawn away, and when he is enticed. And I see two players. One player is obvious. It's our own lust. It's our own sinful nature that we're born with. The second player is a little bit more behind the scenes. And that's the devil, the adversary. He uses our own lust. He uses our own you know, sinful nature to draw us away, to entice us. And in verse 15, James uses the analogy of the birthing process to show the growth and the progression of sin. In the human life cycle, from conception to birth, there's a period of about nine months. And in that period, what begins as a tiny, small, little clump of cells, a human. <laughs> For those of my, uh, I won't get into that in this podcast. Anyway, it's a, it's a little human in the form of a few cells. And that grows and it takes shape and it takes form and it becomes a baby. It takes on identity over the course of those, those nine months. And then after the baby is born, it becomes a toddler and an adolescent and a teenager and a young adult and uh, an adult and becomes an older person. So over the course of time, we see a progression. It doesn't stay as just a small group of cells. It grows. It takes shape. It takes form. It takes identity. And it becomes something much greater than the, the first few initial cells. And you can obviously see where I'm going with this. Same, the same is with sin. What begins as a small thought, what begins as a small inclination of feeling, off of our own sexual, not sexual, but off of our own sinful nature. In verse 15, it says, when that's conceived, it brings forth sin. And then as sin grows, it eventually brings forth death. There's this podcast that I listen to called Unleash the Man Within by Sathya Sam. And Sathya Sam is a porn recovery expert, and he has a business, a, a program called Deep Clean, where he helps men overcome pornography. And the podcast is a daily podcast, and I can't recommend it enough. Highly recommend this podcast. It's not just about overcoming the addiction of porn, but it it goes into all aspects of becoming the men that God has called us to be. And yesterday, he was talking about triggers and how if you can control your trigger, you can control your addiction. And over the course of all the clients that he's spoken with, over the course of the many years that he's worked with clients, He's figured out something. He's seen this pattern. And the pattern is this. When he's working with a client, 
they they will tell him, okay, I looked at pornography today, or I cheated on my spouse, or I hired a hooker, whatever it is. There, there's an action. There's an end result that has happened. And from that, he begins to work backward. Okay, why did you look at porn? Well, I'm stressed. I, I've been really stressed, and it's just an outlet for me. Okay, why are you stressed? Well, I had a lot of work at work. My job is very taxing. It's taking a lot out of me. Thus, I, I feel stressed. Well, okay, when, when things at work happen, how do you cope with it? How do you manage it? What's your workload like? What's your time management like? And he slowly works his way back. And what he said, he said something really interesting yesterday. He's, he said, whenever he talks to his clients and he asks them why something happened, why this end result happened, and they give him a reason that began the same day, he says, no, 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 it was way before that way before that. And he's noticed that the initial impulse or the initial thought or the initial trigger happened days, weeks, and sometimes months before it culminated into this final action. But we find ourselves here and we're like, how did I get here? What am I doing? How in the world did I end up in this spot? When if we really backtrack and go, we can trace it all the way back to something that we pushed aside, something that we thought is not a big deal, something that we said, oh, it's just, you know, for research purposes, or I'm just curious, it's not a big deal. I'm just going to look up this person on the internet. I'm just going to take another peek. I'm just going to look a little bit longer. Something we thought wasn't a big deal then grew. It, it took form. It took shape. It took identity. It took root in our life. And we, guys, when we're talking about like spiritual warfare, we're dealing with uh, an adversary, the devil, who's been doing this for a long time. Smart, smart being, smart entity. And many times, you know, I've noticed that something will come up in my life, a little trigger will come up, and I don't really deal with it. And then maybe it's maybe I, maybe it doesn't culminate that same day. It, it just sits there. A couple days goes by, it ruminates, and it slowly starts to grow in the background. And then a few days later, it comes up again, and it's a little bit bigger. I don't know. It reminds me of, uh, I don't know if y'all have seen Stranger Things. There is a scene, I told, I forget what the name of it was, but one of the Demogorgons. I forget the characters, and I forget what they're called. But he finds a small little baby Demogorgon, and he thinks it's so cute. He thinks it's so cute. He brings it home and, he, you know, he's feeding it and whatnot. And then, you know, a little, a few weeks later, the cat's gone because he freaking ate the cat. And this, this thing became a great Demogorgon, a, a man-eating beast, a man-eating monster. What began as a small little creature that was so cute and cuddly and, oh, I want to feed it and whatnot, became this monster that they had to kill in the end. In the same way, our triggers, those, those initial things that we brush aside, that's where we have to deal with the issue. There's another porn recovery expert. Her name is Trish Lee. And she says, when we are hit with that temptation, that thought, that initial impulse, that first trigger, we have about three seconds to react. We can either react saying, I'm not going to go down the road. I'm cutting it off right now. I'm not going to think about it anymore. I know where that's going to lead me. I'm not going to do it. Or we can give into it a little bit. We can we can humor it. We can feed it. And it's a short window that makes such a great impact when it comes to the choice that we make in that window. Why am I saying all this? What's the point? The point is this. When we are dealing with our temptations, our lust and sexual desires, we have to know how it works. We have to know the root, the source. The source is our own sinful nature, our lust. That's what we are enticed by. We have to know that. 
Then we have to know, okay, what are my triggers? What are those initial things that are in my life that I don't deal with right away that grow and become something that I can't control, a fire that I can't put out? That's where we have to begin to deal with these things. And as I've, you know, in my, in my journey, in my struggle, I've prayed and I've asked God, God, show me. Even to this day, I say, show me what is it that could trip me up later on down the line? Because, you know, when I think about ministry, when I think about this podcast, when I think about this YouTube channel, you know, of course, I expect it to grow. And as it grows, I know that there are going to be different things that I have to deal with, different temptations. And, you know, some people say new levels, new devils. And I, I believe it. When, once you grow and as you get closer to Christ and as you grow in your ministry and as, as you grow in influence, there are certain things that I'm going to have to deal with then that I'm not going to have to deal with now. But I know that there are certain things that I have to take care of now that I can't brush aside because as it as time goes on, it'll either grow or it's something that I have to learn to deal with now so that I don't have to fall later. I, I know I'm speaking in really general terms, kind of vague terms, but hopefully what I'm trying to say comes across. And I pray, God, is there anything in my life right now that has potential to grow and cause destruction later? If there is, help me to identify it. Help me to identify why I'm tempted by that, why I'm triggered by that, so that I can deal with it. And then when temptation happens, because it will, when that trigger hits, we're able to identify it quickly and tell ourselves, no, I'm, it's not, it might not seem like a big deal now, but if I continue this, if I humor this, if I keep doing this, it's going to grow and it's going to slowly become a monster that I can't control that will end up destroying my life. And I'm not going to go down the road. I'm going to cut it off at the very, very early stages. Verse 12 says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he is tried, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Blessed is the man who endures. Whatever temptation you're going through, endure it. Seek to understand it. Seek to understand why you are tempted. Analyze it. And then when that temptation, when that trigger comes up again, deal with it right away. Don't humor it. Don't baby it. Kill it right away so that you don't go down that path at all. So you don't go down a path where you're at the very end having to fight this monster that you should have killed when it was a baby. With that being said, as always, let's not be hearers only of the word, but let's be doers. Find a friend that you can talk to. Find somebody that you will keep you accountable to what we are learning, to the word of God. And stay rooted in the word of God. Read the word of God. We're going to go into you know one of these episodes. I'm going to talk about... The Power of Four, which is an article that I read uh, talking about the power of reading the word. So stay tuned for that. I'll catch you in the next one.